This message comes from Legal Talk sponsor, Choice New York Management. Buying and selling a home should be exciting. We know it's the biggest transaction most people make, so our agents are laser-focused on the details while keeping it fun. Let the experts of Home by Choice deliver the best possible results for you. Our approach is simple. Your home is our priority. Visit homebychoicenyc.com for more info. Welcome to Legal Talk, a conversation about governance issues that New York's co-op and condo boards are tackling today. I'm Paula Chin with Habitat, the New York City Magazine for Co-op and Condo Board Directors. And my guest today is Moshe Bobker, a partner at Tane Waterman and Wurzel. Welcome, Moshe. Nuisance complaints, they're a board's worst headache. And while boards don't like to get in the middle of disputes, they do have to step in when there is an unbearable situation for the neighbors. You were recently involved in a case that involved hoarding. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, sure. So it was a a pretty big building, relatively elderly shareholder who was mentally and physically was capable of of taking care of herself. But there was a hoarding issue and not just the clutter and the blocking ingress and egress, which are certainly obviously concerns. There's also um, odors, pests, and things like that. And in this particular case, we were dealing with all of those issues at various times for quite a while. What was the board's initial reaction? As these things often do, they start with complaints from the neighbors who are experiencing either an infestation or an odor. So in this particular case, the board wanted to try as best they could to work with the shareholder to resolve the issue. They didn't want to jump to litigation. So they had the super go into the apartment, obviously with permission, and try and help help her clean it out, get rid of things that were unnecessary. Unfortunately, as is often with with hoarders, is they'll let you get to a certain point, but to get to you know where it really is clean and sanitary and not creating issues, that's uh, typically harder. We were able to make some progress, but unfortunately, we couldn't get to the point where. The building was satisfied, and obviously the neighbors uh, would be satisfied as well. So a less aggressive approach didn't work. What happened next? I guess the board was mindful that hoarding isn't always an unwillingness issue. Yeah, absolutely. I do believe it has been categorized as an illness. And again, that brings up separate issues such as accommodations and things like that. But the less aggressive approach in this particular case didn't work. We ended up having to get into court and serve notices where, as you can imagine, the court was certainly sympathetic to her condition and tried to get various agencies to help her clean it out. And again, to a certain extent, she was amenable to that. But again, it's almost an inability to do it. When you say that the court was sympathetic to her, does that mean the board commenced litigation? In other words, they sent her notices that she was violating the lease or that they would commence termination? Had it already reached that point? Yes. We hope that a notice to cure would get her to act. Uh, We did have to commence a holdover proceeding. So this has been pending for a a while. We eventually got to the point where we are uh, close to settling it and resolving it in a way where the board will be protected to ensure that the apartment is going to get cleaned up completely and make sure that the conditions will not return. What settlement or arrangement did you reach, I presume, with her attorney that would give that guarantee to the board? In addition to other requirements, she does have to clean the apartment by hiring a third-party cleaning service. They have to come in regularly, more frequently in the beginning, in order to get it to the condition where it's, again, livable, safe, and not hazardous to her or her neighbors. 
and thereafter to continue having them come in on a regular basis. There's also an inspection requirement that the building has the right to come in and look around to ensure that the cleaning is essentially being done. And again, the building wanted all along was to be able to let her remain in the apartment in a way that was in her best interest and her neighbor's best interest. How long has that agreement been in place and is it working? We're in the final stages of settling it. I think she's already retained the cleaning company and has already started making progress and working under that agreement and will, I'm sure, continue to do so once the agreement is formalized and signed. Moshe, what's the takeaway here? Are quarters a problem that boards have to handle differently? Was the board not aggressive enough? Should they have taken more drastic measures sooner? It's a great question because hindsight is always 2020. Boarding is its own animal. It's not like a typical or other breaches of the lease. Just as an example, subletting, either they are or they aren't. It's a one-time default. If they cure it, they don't cure it. Boarding can often be an ongoing issue. It's not something that's going to be resolved kind of completely and forever. And the board should be aware of that, whether to work with them or take a more aggressive approach. I think that a case-by-case basis is, is really how to go because each of these situations is different. You know, it's going to be something that the board or management will have to be involved in probably at least for a period of time. Moshe, that's some great advice and I think insight into the problem. Thank you so much for joining us today.